Hello and welcome to the Bear Boost Traders Podcast. In this episode, Thor and I talk options with one of our BBT moderators, Jared Champagne. Jared is an amazing options trader, has been doing it for a couple of years, and also has put tons of courses together for our community so they can also learn how to trade options. We are very glad to have him on the show to talk about this topic. Let's get into episode number 15, the benefits of trading options with Jared Champagne. Hey guys, welcome back to a Bear with Traders podcast uh, with your host Carlos Moreta and Thor. And today we have a special guest joining us to talk about options and about his trading career and some of the things he's doing in the community uh, to help traders become uh, better at that. So, uh, Jared, we'll introduce you in just a second. But good morning, Thor. How you doing, my friend? Oh, good morning, man. I'm doing fantastic. So good to hang out with you. So good to see everybody um, out there in YouTube land. You know, good to be talking with everybody out on the podcast side of things. I have to admit, this is probably the most stoked I've been about doing a podcast. Um, I think having Jared in here is going to be like really, really a lot of fun. You guys, we're going to be talking options, futures, comparing it to equities. I mean, if this isn't the podcast for you, then I don't know what we're going to do because this this is this is going to be some fun stuff. So with that being said, our man, Jared, welcome. Good to have you on. I feel like it's this has been a long time coming, having you hanging out with us and, and doing that, man. Good to see you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. Looking forward to talking with you. Oh, it's, our, it's our pleasure, man. Listen, so I'm sure a lot of the BBT family knows your background, but for those that are listening uh, maybe to you for the first time or are not aware of your entire background, give us a little bit of an introduction, uh, your trading career, and kind of uh, some of the things you are, you're working on as far as trading and options. Okay. So uh, started trading probably mid to late 2018. So at this point in time, five years young in the trading career. Uh, started off learning very similar to a lot of equities traders, found different communities, kind of, you know, scouting what my style and what sort of instruments I want to leverage for trading are going to be. And even found my way into options pretty early. I was um, technically an options trader in most of 2019, but I was also getting off the ground with day trading and using equities for day trading. Um, spent most of that time just kind of making my way into bearable traders obviously as a member first, and then just kind of picked up as a mod uh, once Andrew saw the potential and been with BBT ever since. Um, as far as some of the recent developments, we're definitely looking at some option, uh, you know, classes, option chat room. There's a lot of new developments kind of in the pipeline along with uh, what we've built so far. So really looking forward to how this grows and uh, exposing people to that type of market. Yeah, I know like one thing that's been just amazing with having you and then Megan, you're kind of your partner in crime here on the options side with BBT. Now BBT, which is not common, is offering an options room on, you know, a few days a week in certain time frames. And that's just been amazing because I, I know you're going to, you know, back me up on this. I've seen a lot of retail day traders now are starting to move away from equities and are starting to move to the contractual type of instruments. Um, they're finding tax benefits there. They're finding um, leverage benefits there um, and, and all kinds of different ways to, to be a day trader without necessarily the PDT, without the other things. So what you and, and Megan and you know, are now bringing in to BBT. It's 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 just fantastic. I have to admit to everybody out there, I, I haven't gone the options route yet. Um, but one of these days, I'm I'm gonna 
get smart enough to learn how to do this. I, every time I try, I get just I get I get really close. I feel like I got it. Then I got to back down a little bit. I trade futures, which is like options for dumb people, um, and it's and it's a lot of fun. But you know, we, we only have to worry about expiration, not price, which makes it a little bit easier. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a good point you're, you're bringing up there, but. And I think there's a trader for every type. There's different type of traders, right? Some are going to do good in day trading. Some might not might find some difficulties there. And it's great to know that, hey, there's so many different vehicles and so many things that you can trade. Um, Jared, tell us a little bit, maybe, you know, high level, some of the big differences between options and, you know, trading options and trading equities. Like what, what can traders that maybe don't trade options might not be aware of? Sure. So the main comparison that we often want to make is as an equity trader you have two choices you can either be long or you can be short regardless of what the asset does that's almost always about linear risk so when you're long biased if the stock goes down a certain amount versus going up you're going to feel that just equally based on your position with options there's a little bit of a difference there you can find your way into a long or short bias sort of position and still take on sort of a linear risk, depending on how you set up the trade. But you can also be non-directional uh, markets that are often choppy, range bound or just kind of tight to basically take the risk off of the support or the resistance. Option traders can kind of navigate that a little bit better and use some more non-directional or just lower volatility types of strategies, all of which are unavailable to equity traders. Yeah, that, that so, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's probably the main difference that we wanna highlight is um, the style of trading along with the market condition. As long as the market is long or short, you can find your way pretty simply into either side. But when the market's tight or when the market's very choppy, that's often where uh, an option trade strategy kind of shines over equities. Yeah. And, and I have to agree there big time because I'm a range trader, right? So I, I tend to trade the highs and lows off of the edges of ranges. That's where I find my bread and butter. I use like a Camarilla pivot system and I've really had to detail out so much precision in order to be able to get, you know, to not only time the equity trade, you know, properly, but it's to manage the risk of the equity trade properly as well. Because what you find in equity trades, it's like so many of us are correct about kind of where we want to get in and where we get out. But so few of us can actually survive the trade, like the journey from there to there. You know, and I feel like what you're bringing to the table kind of gives a little bit more of a relaxed feel to that aspect of it, which is, okay, this is, I know this is where I'm, I'm, I want to be in. I know this is kind of where I'm targeting. And now I can just let that do that, right? Where in an equity trade, it's like if it moves just a little bit too low, you got to get out. If yep. it moves just a little bit too high, you know, then you're, 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 you're squeezed, you know, and it's just so difficult to time those. And I know a lot of traders have been struggling with finding timing on their trades, which maybe the options could help them out with. Yeah, Absolutely. So, so you mentioned uh, the differences there, right, as well. And based on what you're saying too, um, uh, uh, Thor, and I, again, my options knowledge is very limited. So, you know, this is, this will be a great mm -hmm. learning session for me as well. And I got to make it to the chat room, which we'll talk about now as well, and kind of see what's happening there. So I noticed that many new traders like ourselves, not sure if you did too, we start with equities, right? Seems to be like the first attraction is let's trade equities. Is that because... Right we look at option and it's like, okay, this looks a little bit complex. It's a lot more to learn, or it's just, let's keep it simple. Let's go up or down here. 
but sounds like options has a, a lot more options has lots more options right but um why is that did you start like that too trading equities and then you saw opportunities and options i i did kind of have a 50 50 blend whenever i first started and similar to you i thought the barrier to entry for option education at the time was a little bit limited uh, some of it I kind of facilitated through, you know, just paywall kind of interaction, was able to organize courses, you know, just accelerate that learning curve. But in general, if someone's coming into the market with limited to no trading experience, I find that equities has a lower barrier to entry. Once again, just the idea that there's really only two biases for markets long or short. And understanding when a market looks bullish or bearish allows that trader to kind of find success or maybe to sort of counter that move. Um, but with options, understanding that you can be right on direction, you can even be right on your timing, and yet the profitability might not necessarily be in your favor, along with sometimes if you're extremely right about a move, it can be quite a exaggerated profit potential. Um, just as an example, let's say you have a market where you know where we're going to close on the day. So you kind of have an idea of where the previous day close will land uh, for that session. If you're able to target that through option strategies, you can find ways to kind of risk very little, regardless of where you are on the chart. And then as long as we close there, the profit potential is almost five to 10 times what you risk. So less about the getting there, more about the staying there. And those exactly. those kinds of opportunities are very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think especially with so many people, especially to get the timing and day trading, you know, you got to learn tape reading, you got to learn, you know, get really, you know, intimate with the order book and, you know, develop really tight trade books and strategies. And, and it's and most of it is just to navigate that ebb and flow as you get to where you kind of like, oh, I knew it, you know, we're, we're so often we're like, oh, I knew it, that's where it was going to go. But it's, you didn't quite have the ability to, to, to hold out for the rest of the journey. So I think a lot of people that maybe are struggling with equities with just finding that consistency might really resonate with, 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 you know, maybe a little bit more of a relaxed approach that way too. I know a buddy of mine who started doing some more options, thanks to you and Megan, actually, um, ha has uh, has actually said he finds his trading a lot less stressful. Uh, he says he, he goes in there, he looks for specific opportunities. He kind of puts on a couple of them and just says, all right, now it's, you know, George Foreman time. He like sets back, set it and yes. forget it. Like, I'm just I'm yes. just ready to hang out and let's just see if these mature. Um, otherwise, you know, I'm done. And I was just like, wow, that sounds old, you know really awesome you know so i was like yeah, yeah. Great. <laughs> one of the things i noticed when i talk to options traders the first thing they say is i don't know why you're still trading equities right this is so much better here because the one thing they bring up is that i know exactly how much i'm going to lose like i know my exact risk um so in i tried playing around before our podcast uh, on friday you know getting ready for this podcast i tried playing around doing an options trade on uh, interactive yeah. brokers they got this yeah. options um what they call it uh it's like a wizard so it tells you, you okay. know, what do you want to do? Volatility, you know, up or down. It's like very step by step. And I still couldn't get through. I have to do more, more homework <laughs> on that. Um, but I wanted to say, you know, I think this ticker is going to be at this price by, and it tells you the different type of uh, expirations you could pick out. So it's, right. it's really 
it, I hear basically what you're saying, Thor, the stress is not there because you're not watching it every tick. It's not as important as it is with equities, right? You kind of have a big picture idea depending on your time frame, you know, and then you can select, it tells you exactly what your maximum risk is going to be, what your potential, mm -hmm. you know, what your inc um, pr profit gains potential can be. So I think that attracts traders quite a bit because they have a, a sense of, hey, this is all I could lose and I have time on my hands. Is, th is that really the case there? Uh, for most strategies, I would say that's true. Um, the basic strategies are almost always about a certain premium price that you're paying for the contract itself. And whether you're long or short, you're basically giving yourself a certain amount of time to have that speculative sort of move take place. Um, even defining certain spreads still carries a risk defined uh, aspect to the trade. So something like a call or put vertical would be a kind of very general example. And you're still bullish or bearish, the cost significantly goes down. But at the end of the day, you're limiting the amount of potential profit you can make by keeping your risk relatively low. And there's a bunch of ways to kind of set those up with not only different expirations, but where you're placing the strikes, how much uh, width is between the call, uh, purchase call and the, the sold call, and just these little techniques that can kind of make you navigate throughout whatever market you're trading. Um, so I, I think each of those kind of has that attractive nature. So long as you like limited risk, there are ways, of course, to take on a little bit more risk. And with that comes potential for more reward. But as always, you know, the, the undefined nature of some of those strategies requires management and a little bit of uh, an understanding of when to get out. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Like the, the thing, too, that I find really interesting when you're talking about this, too, is, you know, a lot of what's going on with, you know, if you're an equities trader and you're like, oh, man, the options thing just too much. But it's good to understand this, because even as an equities trader, you need to understand that options fuel dramatic amounts of movement in the market. So it's like mm -hmm. you're an equities trader. If you understand where these strikes are, where these certain areas are at, then you're going to find areas where you can expect higher than normal amounts of, of order flow. Right. So it's like even if you're looking at the, the book and you're like, hey, I don't really have that much order, that many orders up here. Well, if it goes to a certain level, there will be. Right. And, mm -hmm. and it's, it's not like there are, there's not a, a, it could be. It's, it's no, there will be. You will move into an area where mathematically computers will kick on. They'll start doing certain things at certain prices in certain ways. And, you know, a lot Absolutely. of you people probably remember all the Wall Street bets, bet stuff that happened, you know, back where we had these huge, you know, basically options events, you know, that that caused massive squeezes on what are otherwise worthless tickers, you know, but because you made the computers do the things the computers have to do. You know, you got these crazy events. That's when I think I truly realized the power of options and how they can really, you know, really move things around and really make things spicy. I was like, man, that's crazy just watching how that happened. It was, it was, I got to be a part of history and watch that, you know, firsthand. <laughs> yeah, and it was pretty yeah. amazing.
Friends, I hope you're finding tons of value in this conversation in regards to options. And if you're interested in trading options, check out bearboottraders.com where you can see all the courses that Jared alongside Megan have put together. I would like to take this time to remind you, you can always reach us via email at podcast at bearboottraders.com. We love to hear from our listeners on comments and feedback, plus possible ideas for future episodes. If you haven't done so already, we really appreciate you taking the time to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other platform that you're listening in now let's get back to this conversation with jared we, we we saw a um i read an article about you know how weekly options have really increased the the volume of the market right uh and it has been something that is is being more embraced by traders now so are you seeing you know based on you know you you have your chat room that you started um, within BBT about, you know, options three days a week. You also do engineering the markets, which gives us a, a big picture of the overall market, where things sit. And that's happening every Monday, Wednesdays and, and Fridays. Uh, uh, and for those that are that are not um, uh, actually, no, excuse me, Monday, to yeah, Thursday, Monday, Thursday. Monday, to Thursday, Monday, right. Wednesday, Friday is the options room. So all this Correct. will be on the show notes as well, friends. And engineering the markets, you know, you do Monday through Thursday and you give us a big picture of the overall market, and what's happening there. So my question is, are you seeing people like uh, gravitate more to options and loving it more than actually trading equities when they dabble into it? I, I think so. It, it depends on the person and, you know, the feedback is kind of coming in waves as we either release new information or just kind of organize things differently. But in general, especially with the chat room, we can kind of see numerically which members are joining which chat room. Mm -hmm. And there's at least a, a good 10% of, you know, kind of the core BBT chat room group that likes seeing the option chat room. They like learning uh, new, new styles, new techniques, and just understanding what's going on. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know there's a couple that, of members that are going in there that are just they want to just be there because they want to hear your and y'all's analysis right, as you're preparing right, for your trade. Right. He's like, I'm an equity trader, but I'm actually hanging out in the options room right mm -hmm. now because yeah, yeah. when Jared starts saying, hey, we're at a we're at a crazy extension here on the market. If this happens, we're probably going to see this. If this happens, we're probably going to see this. He's like, I can immediately add that to my thesis and say, okay, mm -hmm. so if the market goes down, I was already thinking about shorting Apple. So if Jared's saying the market's probably going to turn on cues right now, I'm already thinking about shorting Apple. So new low, let's go, right? And then yeah. and then he's in it. So I've, I've heard all kinds of not just from the options, but from people saying just, again, being aware of how the options are affecting the yeah, market's equities, performance, yeah. even yeah. as an equities trader, you know, and then right. staying sharp, and learning new things. I mean, that's super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think like always, it's hard to be purely directional when the market's not yet moving, but when you see it or when it triggers, you know, the potential, usually those are the best prices, but you have to be a little early or anticipatory of a big move options, you know, is kind of a, a corollary to what we're talking about is really about kind of stepping up when things don't quite look right. Mm -hmm. and putting on that tray with the understanding that you've got some room you know the the market could put some pressure on you and you're still okay because of how you defined your risk profile as long as that's part of your trade thesis and you can manage it when the market you know hopefully validates your thesis it's very easy to get out profitably and sometimes it doesn't even take too much of a move um, 
we've been finding a lot of success with things like selling premium at different levels simply because we don't really need the market to move away. We just can't have it keep going in that, you know, core direction. So, you know, inflection points, support resistance, extensions, whatever it happens to be, just finding those moments. And um, I think that's where yeah, you, don't, you don't really have to worry about, is it a long or a short? You know, it's like, is it long? Well, it might not, it might not be a short right now, but it's, it's definitely not a long. Right. Exactly. So I can I can I can I can play short here. And even if it basically just stalls and drops just yeah. a hair, then you, you know, still I can, win. I can still profit, you know, even if ever so slightly here. But the risk management, obviously great, you know, yeah. because it's you, you know when you're wrong very quickly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, and for thinking about the way I trade, obviously, when the market is choppy, that's the toughest time as an equity trader because mm -hmm. I need the mark. Mm -hmm. I need the, the market to move. move. You need you to move somewhere and drag things with you, or the stock to move. Right? If it's going sideways, I'm going to have a tough time. So uh, I know you do both, Jared. Are you doing that now, where you look at the market every morning, which I know you do, as far as looking at the overall market, and you say, you know what, the way this market condition is right now, I'm going to be doing options. Looks like for the next two weeks or something, or is it a combination of? Hey, the market is trending bull bullish. I, I'm going to do some equity trades. Right. Um, I think it's it's a little bit of a blend right now because in my you know bag of tricks as far as option strategies, I probably have ten or twelve common techniques that I like to use. Those are going to often be multi-day, and if they're used intraday, they're going to be a little simple. You know, calls and puts are fine for the intraday trader little bit of vertical trade if markets are a little bit more range bound um, and some of the systems that we're familiar with any sort of bbt type strategy or just common technical strategies you know fitting that mold is is viable for the intraday trader when i see the market in a condition where i think a swing trade is more viable just because you yeah, know yeah. it might not be today's trade but it's in the next couple days that is something where I like just setting it up a little early, giving it, you know, two to three weeks to kind of play out and watching the market, you know, prove me wrong or not. So <laughs> um, those are those are usually some of the best opportunities, because as a day trader, we're we're always limited by the time factor. Yeah. But in general, we know that a pullback on the daily is undefined. You know, as long as it keeps pulling back or can't break that swing high, you might still be valid in some sort of, you know, uh, overextension kind of trade. So. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I get that 100 um, percent. One of the things that I that I see is that, you know, if if traders are moving over to options, right, they're like I mentioned before, they're looking at us saying, hey, why you haven't moved it? There's so much better opportunities here. What I like about this is there's so many different vehicles. For example, like there's people that struggle with day trading. We know that for a fact, you know, 90% um, mm -hmm. of people fail. I don't know how they got that number. And I always say, I would love to see, you know, plus five years. Like I want to see who failed after five years, before five years. Mm -hmm. It's okay if you fail, because trust me, you're, it's unrealistic to expect that you're going to become a profitable trader be below three to five years. So I want to see the percentage right. after that. Right. But there's, just shows you that there's different ways to trade this market. If you're not good at day trading, if you're struggling there, you know, you have all these great tools right now, all these great courses available, um, engineering the markets, you got the chat room, you have the, the options course in the learning center, people can go there and try something different. So you can kind of expand to see if you're better at this than not, because I believe that 
not everyone could be a day trader, not everyone could be an options trader, but you got to try them both to see what you're what you're better at, right? I think that's very exactly. important. Absolutely. I mean, not everyone exactly. can be a swing trader. You know what I mean? Not everyone likes exposing themselves to risk in a long-term portfolio. I mean, you know, it's it's very valuable to, you know, and we've talked about this in many of a prior podcasts. It's very valuable to find an edge, you know, that fits your personality type and, right. and kind of how you enjoy playing the market. I know for me, I like when I'm playing the market now because I trade futures contracts, um, you know, I, I when I'm playing the market, I like to use futures when I'm playing a ticker. I like playing the ticker. You know, so like if like if Apple has, you know, oh, Apple came out and merged with or like when AI or what was it, AMD and Microsoft came out saying they were doing an AI deal. Right. That was an obvious catalyst on those tickers. So I wanted to play those equities. I want to play those specific tickers, although, you know, so but in a different day, you know, the entire industry was oversold. Right or sorry, overbought in this instance, and I'm and you know Jared and it, for big plug for engineering the markets. By the way, I know it's a little early for some of you people for some reason, but if you are not taking the time, if you and you and you have it and you're not checking it out, Jared has been like screaming into the dark abyss about the divergence that's been happening between the spy and the cues basically uh, uh, over the past like couple of weeks. And and if you were paying attention to that, like I was. I, I shorted um, the, basically the Q's via futures M and Q. I shorted M and Q a couple of days ago at our Cam R six. So, and I've had you know a, a multi hundred point move basically now over the past couple of the days. And basically, all that's happening right now is the spy and the Q's are basically coming home, right? They're they're moving yeah, closer yeah. towards each other and trying to find some balance and correlation. But if you were paying attention to this stuff, you know this guy right here is saying. Um, you would be very dialed in. You certainly wouldn't be buying cues yesterday <laughs> or the yeah, day yeah. before, which people obviously were because I looked at Bookmap mm -hmm. and I could see buying. So there were people buying the dip yesterday, buying the dip day before. Now today they're in pain, right? Trying just clawing on and hoping. And it's like, but if you'd have paid attention, you would have known we were in a selling range. We had a massive divergence. We had lots of volume there. I mean, everything said we were at least going to do a pullback. Right. And, and Jared's like, get ready. We're going to have a pullback. I think it, I think it was three days ago. I think he would maybe it was two days. He was like, we're going to have a pullback. I mean, it was like literal yeah. statement. And then boom, pull back, pull up a chart. Tell me I'm wrong. Or, you know, so it's it, I mean, yeah. it's yeah. spectacular stuff. So shameless plug here for engineering the markets. I know it's a BBT product. So, of course, we're going to plug it anyway. But but this one specifically, it is. There are paid services, news people, talking heads and stuff out there, and they are not giving you any information about how to trade the market. They're basically just hyping you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. If you've got 100%. the time, you want to be in not anywhere engineering the markets. It's a great show on those mornings. Bring those numbers up. Like it. Subscribe. Yeah, absolutely. Come on. Jared, so if someone is starting out brand new, will you uh, recommend they can start straight out in options or it's like starting in equities, like a base to kind of get some basic information or is there a way? Because I get emails on or, or messages on Twitter. And by the way, you can always email this uh, email us at podcast at bearwithtraders.com. Um, but I'll get an email asking, hey, I'm not available to trade in the market open. I'm either, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on the road. I'm traveling a lot. You know, I'm not a computer. You know, what else can I do? And I always tell them, well, you could try swing trading. But I never refer them to options. Is that something that somebody can set up during off hours and kind of let it play out into the market open? How, how does that, would that work for a person like that? Right. 
So the options are really just a tool to kind of interact with the market. It, it really isn't necessarily a massive style change unless you're applying some of those different strategies. And in general, a new trader should just learn the basics of trading, mm -hmm. whether it be a little bit of technical analysis, the psychology behind it, you know, the technology and tools just to interact with the market itself. All of that's going to be applicable whether they decide to go to equities or options as their instrument. And yeah, yeah. a new trader might find some success with options because some of the capital requirements are a little bit lower. You know, to interact with certain stocks, you need at least a little bit of buying power and maybe the margin behind it. Um, interacting with certain stocks also kind of carries the overnight risk if you're going to, you know, short something overnight your margin requirements change and being a bear you know just as a swing trader can sometimes just be difficult mm. oh yeah mm -hmm. especially you know as your account is smaller newer traders we assume have a smaller account they're going to want to continue to trade and learn if their capital is held up in one or two positions and they're maxed out then at that point they'd have to liquidate something to kind of keep uh, trading so those are some of the benefits and, you know, just a, a general assessment of can a trader pick the right instrument for both their financial, you know, uh, constraints, along with the fact that they're still learning how to trade outright. And I think options is just, like I said, a more of a blend of you want to learn how to trade equities. You want to understand how, you know, stocks move, mm -hmm. but in understanding that you can apply a different instrument to it and sometimes maximize the move itself. That is a, that is a perfect you know, explanation. Yeah. One of the it. things, Carlos, that I've kind of found, you know, and I know it's you've been doing this for around a half a decade. And, you know, mm -hmm. I've been doing this for around a half a decade. Jared's been doing this for around a half a decade. I'm not trying to say there's a common time frame, but I said the same thing three times for three people. So kind of now, um, but but <laughs> I think what's really, really important here for everyone to understand, I, we had a member in the chat room yesterday during our one o'clock mentoring. They brought up that they had been trading for nine months or 10 months, and they just felt like they were hoping to have progressed further, faster, and to be doing something. And, and I just want to point that out in this moment that, you know, all three of the, you know, the people who are sitting here in front of you talking to you about this, you know, we're, we're telling you all these things, but it's all you know, it takes you time, you know, there is not going to be a shortcut options isn't going to give you the shortcut equities, futures, nothing gives you the shortcut there. Nothing will help you out with just knowing, you know, the things you need to know, you need to understand what yeah. makes the market tick, what makes it move, you need to know participation, volume, price levels, basic analysis, fundamentals, dividends, you know, a basic knowledge of options, even for an equities trader is a must. Right. You, you need to at least understand these, you know, these basic things, you know, what makes futures work, all of this stuff, you know. And if you find like you're not looking for that information, then you're really cutting yourself short for some very obvious advantages you're going to carry over a very large portion of the retail community. You know, that you can't it's hard to just pull up a, you know, a Robin Hood app and do this stuff. You know what I mean? It's yeah. you're, you're, you're dealing with this see. kind of stuff. Yeah. You're dealing with people who are spending time really learning how to do this and analyze it. And that's just putting you in a different, a different, uh, you know, a, just a different genre of trader, if you will. Cause I think retailers are even now starting to split 
and to, you know, we, we laughingly call them like the ape index, you know what I mean? But we're basically even now starting to say we have upper level versus lower level retail traders. We're all plankton. I mean, let's, let's, let's not, you know, you know, get too grand or anything like that. But, you know, you're starting to see now you kind of have the, you know, the, it's kind of like the professional gambler versus the gambler that just goes to Vegas on the weekend. You know, we're, we're, we're the pro gambler. Um, yeah, cause we've got yeah. the strategies and the, and the, and the things in place where, you know, the others are just going in there to have a good time, but you will start to see more and more, I think, push towards options and these contracts, especially. And again, you know, we talk about, there's also a tax, you know, benefit to utilizing contracts or, you know, there's a, you know, um, in certain in ways, you know, futures and options versus equities, you know, there's some different capital gains implications that are in there, depending on which underlying you're trading. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of different things you can do. You know, if you're making good money um, with your retirement, so you don't want to blow a whole lot more capital gains in here. You just want to make a little bit more, you know, that might be a nice way for you to still, you know, like my buddy Mark, he, he kind of started doing it because he wanted to keep his brain nimble. You know, he's retired. He wants to work with his account. He wants a day trade. He's He's been doing some options lately just because he's like, man, I just want to learn and be nimble. So I'm like, like, all right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's good to have, you know, to have different tools like you, like you guys mentioned, right. To be able to say, Hey, this condition, I can do this. I don't just have to do this one style and it's great to have options. And this is why time and seat, no matter what you're doing, options, Forex, or, you know, crypto time and seat, man, you know, so don't go bouncing around. I never recommend this. Don't go bouncing around from different vehicles thinking you're going to find the secret sauce in a very short period of time options is not the secret sauce nothing is you know you need to put your time and see and know that there's options out there to try different things right so i, I really like that um jared man i have learned a lot today um so th thank you for coming on but before we before we hop off here i just want to remind everyone jared is doing engineering the market show every monday to uh, thursday that's it that is in our chat room starting at 8 a.m uh, every market every market open um he's also when the market is open he's also doing uh him and megan are doing the options chat room um between uh, that's from 9 to 11 right um monday yeah. wednesdays and fridays and this is what they actually are giving you a live analysis throughout the market open right so um definitely yeah. uh to take a look at that and um and man your, so your birthday just passed so uh that's what i was gonna say a few days happy ago birthday. so happy birthday my friend we, we appreciate i think you, he turned you know? like 25 or something like that it's awesome yeah, <laughs> yeah plus, minus, plus or minus eight years y'all let <laughs> you can rent a car now I guess. <laughs> I mean, <it's> awesome. yeah. <laughs> very nice um but yeah you guys you're gonna say something before we, we hop into the birthday uh comment yeah so uh the option chat room nine to eleven uh we also do a midday session and depending on which mm -hmm. portion of that uh chat room session we're kind of talking different things um you know morning trade morning analysis just kind of walking through the uh first hour and a half of the the open session and then yeah, the second yeah. hour we're trying to do either a structured lecture or some sort of teaching opportunity so even as a new trader, options or otherwise, you can come in there, feel free to ask questions and we'll be more attentive to kind of looking over things and even discussing some trade opportunities. Man, man that's amazing. Uh, again, guys, if, you have, if you're not part of a community, I don't know how you're not part of a community. If you're a trader, no matter what you're trading, options, equities, you got to join something. Um, and not because I'm part of BBT, but definitely check out BearBlueTraders.com. There's just a lot of great stuff happening there. Uh, and this is all part of your membership. So 
definitely check it out brother thanks so much for coming on we appreciate it we're definitely going to have you back again soon so if anybody has questions yeah, for, for jared sure. um send it at podcast at bearboottraders.com and we would love to hear from you guys make sure that you're hitting uh, that comment thumbs up or like on whatever podcast or platform you're listening in and we'll see you guys in the next one thanks everybody thank you so much bye for now